Happy Hanukkah to all. Hope um, everyone is doing well. We are, um, we have begun a, a couple weeks ago we began a new course called Jewish Ethics and, um, and Belief. And um, each class is, is, is self-contained, encapsulated, etc. And today's class is going to be talking about this concept called charity, tzedakah. I know we've discussed it somewhat, but we're going to try and flesh it out in, um, to really drive the point home. So the first, the first thing is tzedakah is loosely translated as charity. And it's not correct. Tzedakah is righteousness. Charity, once again, is voluntary. It's a, it feels good. Righteousness is the right thing to do, regardless if it feels good or not. It's the right thing. The Jewish belief, by the way, and this is brought down in, in the Code of Jewish Law, that, that um, certain people have a lot of money, others lack money, and the idea is is that those that have, that, that have a decent amount of money are obligated to be God's partner and support the, the, um, those, the, the, the poor, or those that can't make ends meet, or those with incredibly, can make ends meet, but they have large medical bills or whatever. So, um, so that is, that's actually the Jewish philosophy, is that God places the money in escrow. Hi Eileen. God places the money in escrow, and um, by this, by the, by this person has money, and that person hands it to, to someone else as they're supposed to do. Now, it's interesting to note everybody's obligated to give charity, even the poor, right? So, um, so uh, when you, um, excuse me, the, I think I think someone went over. I think it was the Balshantov. Someone over to the Balshantov and said, "Please, I need I need a, I need a blessing. I need a talisman to make money. I'm so poor and destitute." So the Balshantov answered him, "Give charity, right?" So um, we learn from there. That, that even a poor person is obligated to give to give um, a tenth. Now, in the Torah, by the way, it says tzedek tzedek tirdov, righteousness righteousness you shall pursue. So that is that is um, both charity and it's also you know righteousness in the courts and righteousness in one's life and etc. etc. Um, the 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 Talmud it's interesting based on this verse the Talmud posits that that charity is equal to all other mitzvahs. In other words, you put charity on one side of the scale and all the other mitzvahs on the other side of the scale and it will be equal. And the reason, which is expounded on by the Alter Rebbe in Tanya in his book, his magnum opus Tanya, it says that the reason why charity is such a powerful mitzvah is because charity is given with your entire being. It says, think about it. We go to work. When we're at work, those eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, it depends who we are. We go to work, 
we are immersed in our workplace. We have to produce, we have to sell, we have to manufacture, we work with our hands, with our minds, with our mouth, with our being. And, and, and um, your, your brain power, regardless of what you do, you're so focused. And, and, and literally you earn money by, by, the, by, by the work of your hands and the sweat of your brow. Then you take this money and you give it to someone else. You can't get greater than that. You can't. Because you've just, you've just put your all, your everything, your kishkas, as they say, your innards, um, you, you've dedicated to this, to this mitzvah um, to, do, to do this. So therefore, it, that's why it's so incredibly important and so incredibly vital and so incredibly lofty and weighty because it's, it's your everything. It's your organs, your limbs, your blood, your, 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 um, your, your DNA, what, whatever makes up, you know, your, your eyes, your senses, right, et cetera, et cetera. These are all immersed in making money, right? And, um, and, and, and it's a mitzvah to make money to support your family. And then when you give some other money, 10%, 20%, you, you give it to, to charity, it's just, it's just incredible. And based on the Talmud, is if a person is, gives, gives charity, righteous, does the right thing, righteousness, it's, they're just, and if they don't, they're unjust, and it's not just mean-spirited, but it's also illegal, illegal. It's law. One has to give 10%. It's Jewish law. You have to give 10%. The way, and, and by the way, throughout our history, throughout our history, especially now we're, in, we're, you know, we're all over the world, but, um, but, but even certain places in the world, but um, throughout our history, you know, in the towns and, and, and the cities in Israel, um, you know, in the times of the temple and other times, it was, it was charity was a tax that that they basically used to tax and say, okay, you know, how much charity? You earn a $100,000 a year net, so you gotta give 10,000. Okay, so we're gonna tax you 10,000 in our charity coffers to support the poor. It was it was kind of a given, it was taken, it was almost like, like we do today. We take, you know, we, we, we have to pay taxes, whatever our threshold is, whatever our level is, whatever. But here, it's, it's, a, it's a flat tax of 10%. Oh, you wanna give more, you can give more. But it's it's basically a flat tax, and it's and by the way, the taxes in the United States, a lot of it is charity as well. If you think about it, unfortunately, it's squandered, and um, and unfortunately, it's 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 spent on things that are not necessarily congruous um, with 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 our beliefs necessarily. Um, and uh, I mean, some of it is, but some of it isn't. And, and you know that's that's a real problem um, but but it is you know it's kind of set up on that system where they the idea of taxes is to be able to run a society um, it's, it's not designed for pork it's not designed to, to you know to, 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 to enrich the coffers of the politicians that's 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 bad now the way it came about the 10% came about which 10% is a minimum. 10% is the minimum 
um, you cannot give less than 10% of your net earnings. You can give 20%, you can give 30%. As long as you, you have, you can give 80, 90%, as long as you have money, you know, so if you, uh, to, to support your family, you don't want to become a burden on society. You don't want your children to be a burden on society. If, if you have money, you can give whatever you, whatever you want to charity. What you're not allowed to do is give away to charity and then rely on public funds. That makes no sense. But how did 10% 10, 10 uh, come to play? So in the Holy Temple, there was a seven-year cycle, seven-year cycle. And, um, you know, there, were, there was different tithings. You had to give to... to um, you had to give um, the second tithing in, in Jerusalem. You had to give the tithing to the priest, the tithing to the Levite, right? Every, on the third year of the cycle, the seventh year was the sabbatical year where the fields lay fallow. But the third year of the cycle became tithing 10% to the poor. So the second year um, was, was, um, was, was a different type of tithing First year was a different type of tithing. The, the, the third year was, was um, to the poor. When the temple was destroyed, so the sages back then, they said, you know what? It's all to the poor. And they made it a law, a rabbinical law, that 10% goes to the poor. We don't have this concept of priests today where we have to give our teruma and our maisa and our trumas maisa, our, our different various offerings. You know, a kohen in the times of the temple, priest, there was like 24 gifts we had to give to them from the animal, from the fields, from this, that, and the other. We don't have that. So they said, okay, in lieu of all of that, we don't have to support the kohen unless the kohen relies on our charity. Like, any excuse me, any poor person. And, 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 um, but, but so now they just said it's 10% of your net earnings and, and it has, it's true every year. Now, the Alter Rebbe once again in Tanya says, yeah, you can give it once a year. No, you can pay taxes once a year. He says, but how great it is, is it if you give every week or instead of every week, every day? He says, because each act is, is, is mind-boggling. Each act, remember, you work for this money. And each act you do, you say, okay, today I'm going to give three, $30. And you do it. Today I'm going to give $50. And you do it. it. Depends on what you earn, do it, right? Um, some people are on a set salary. Some people are not. Commission, etc. Um, and you do it. The Alter Rebbe says what that does is every time is a separate mitzvah. Every time is a spiritual awakening. Every single time is, is, is that God looks down and says, wow. So some people give every day. Some people give once a week. Some people give once a month. It depends, you know, they, they get a monthly paycheck. They'll give it once a month. And some people save it up annually. You know, I know this fellow who actually, what he does, which is pretty amazing, is let's say, for argument's sake, he makes $1,000 a week. What he does, net, what he does, he takes $100 and immediately places it into his charity account. So it's not his, which is the Jewish view. It's not his money. It right away goes into a charity account and he disperses money from that charity account. 
So it's 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 not as it's it's almost like the you know your 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 social security and Medicare is taken out before you even see it, right? If you're an employee, um. So so um, th this is the same idea. That's what he does to make sure that he doesn't makes the calculation. This is my net pay. Boom into the account. Um. It's interesting. There was once there was once um. A survey done I think it was by Dennis Prager I heard this from him anyway um, and and this, he painted a picture a scenario which was really really a fascinating exercise he says there were these two people they earned exactly the same amount of money they earned $52,000 a year, exactly the same amount. They were obligated to give the same amount to charity. A poor person, indigent person, comes over to the first one and says, could you help me? And the person said, with a smile, he said, sure. And he gives him $5 with a beautiful smile, a pat on the back. The second person says, I, I, I don't have time. I, I got to go. But here, here's $100. Who is more correct? By the way, there's a few people online right now. Who's more correct? Anybody know? Because Dennis Prager said they did this survey. With, with, I believe it was students. Um, anybody want to venture a guess? Who's more correct? Um, so anyway, they asked, they asked the students. Um, the, I see your answer, Eileen. Um, they asked the students, which one is more correct? So the students said the one that gave the $5. The the um, the correct answer is, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter. Um, the 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 answer is that the fellow that gave the ten percent, the hundred dollars, is correct. By the way, the, the, this example is is that's all they gave uh, that week. That's all they gave. Um, so maybe maybe I asked the question prematurely, but while it's so important to give tzedakah with a smile, and you gain extra merits when you give it with a smile, the bottom line is, is that you have to, have to, give your ten percent. According to Dennis Prager, they then asked the students, because all the students answered five dollars, said five dollars, and and um, and what Dennis says is that that it's almost like a, 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 it makes me feel good, so therefore it's a better charity. I did it with a smile because I felt good about it. And Dennis says it's nothing to do with feeling good. That's a bonus. You smile at the guy, that's a bonus, and it's extra, you get credits for it, for sure. But the, the most important thing is you give what you need to give and let your heart follow later. It doesn't matter how you personally feel. And he, and he told the students, what if you asked, would you rather be happy with five 
or would you be happy with a hundred? And all the students said, well, five is kind of shortchanging. He goes, precisely. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. You just have to give that 10%. You feel badly about it, your heart will follow eventually. You feel good about it, that's great. Um, it, as far as your feelings, you have to put them aside and do the right thing. That was the point of the exercise. Do the right thing. Now, it does say, Maimonides or Nachmanides, I think both of them, they say that if you give the money with a scowl, you just hurt the charity. You'll get a credit for it, but you it will not it will not soar to the heavens as much as it should. You give the charity with a smile, it will, and you'll gain extra merits. And I, I think it's Nachmanides who says for every extra merit you have, it adds a certain amount of life, physical life. So merits equal life. Um, so so yeah, you have to, you have to give it, you have to give it with a with a with a smile. But but we're talking about your feel good. Your feel good is irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant if you feel good. You have to give that ten percent. Um, in the Talmud, it says that a person should give. You know, ten percent is minimum. Twenty percent. A person should give more than 20% you shouldn't give. Don't give more than 20%. Along comes the Alter Rebbe, and the Alter Rebbe says, yeah, that's if you've been a perfect person. That's if you have nothing to atone for. That's if you have, if you've, you've, you've crossed all your T's and dotted your I's, your relationship with God is solid. He says, however, However, if the relationship is not solid, if you have a lot to answer for, then you can give more than 20%. And the way he explains it is, if you had to save your arm, right? You had to save your arm, you know? And, and you, you, would, you, would, um, you would go to, you would pay however much you could in order to save your arm. More than 20%, more than 30%. To save your life, you, you, would, be, you would live on the street to save your life, right? You're a healthy, strapping young man of 35 years old, and you were told this is going to cost you $900,000, and you say to yourself, my, God, my goodness, I only have $870,000. You'll commit to it. The author Rebbe says, so it's true with your soul. To save your soul, 20%, 10%, 20%, 20%, doesn't matter. The Talmud is only referring to somebody who is completely solid with God. And by the way, because it's a tax, it's viewed as a tax in Judaism, that's why it's okay to publicize your name. Because you've done not the philanthropic thing, the kind thing, you've done the right thing. And therefore, People, you put someone's name, thank you, or, or, or you know, you, thank you for this donation, thank you for that donation. You make it public, unless the person specifically says anonymous. But the Lubavitcher Rebbe said that it's okay to make your name public if that will inspire 
others to give. So, you know, we have a um, December 8th to 10th, we have a, a, a we're trying to raise $300,000 and we're, we have matches and we're working on the matches. Um, and these matches, their names will be posted because they allowed, some, they inspired someone to give. Their names should be posted um, because they've done a righteous thing. If, if you don't, righteousness, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. If a person does an abominable thing, then we don't have to spread their name. Here's the rub. We had three patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Each one symbolized something else. Abraham symbolized generosity. He was very philanthropic. Isaac symbolized prayer. Jacob was all about Torah study. And you got to have all three. Imagine you just had one. You just had Abraham. You just have ph philanthropy. Judaism cannot survive on ph philanthropy alone. Because you can build hospitals and you can build, you can build, um, you know, museums. You can build, um, you know, uh, you know, cancer centers, etc. But that will not guarantee Jewish survival. You need the Isaac and you need the Jacob. You need to support houses of study and you need to support houses of Torah, Torah values. If you just had Isaac, if you just had prayer and you don't give charity and you don't study, well, you're also bereft. You're not balanced. You pray all day, um, and or you pray some of the day. God wants to see action. He wants to see charity. He wants to see you be enmeshed, immersed in Torah, right? So you cannot just have charity alone. You cannot just have um, prayer alone. And likewise, you can't just have Torah alone, Jacob. You can't just have Torah. You have to pray as well. You have to be involved and active and kind and philanthropic and righteous and generous. You have to have all three. And the Mishnah says it. This is not me talking. The Mishnah, it says the world stands on three pillars. You have the globe. Imagine there's three supporting pillars. Three pillars, if you think of a diamond setting, you have three prongs. And the diamond's in the center. Think of the world. It's being supported by three columns, three columns, base columns of support. The Mishnah says Torah, Torah study, Avoda, prayer service, and Gemilas Chasadim, acts of righteousness, acts of kindness. If you take away one of them, the world will collapse. You need all three. So those who pray, those who study, and those who give, is the quintessential individual. It is the, the meaning of perfection when you do all three. Now, don't get me wrong. Our philosophy, my philosophy, I was brought up, you know, at the feet of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Anything you do is great. Each mitzvah you do that you didn't do yesterday is unbelievable. But it's not perfection. So if you pray today and you've never prayed before, wowzers. 
if you study Torah, you didn't used to, right? And you're on this class, my goodness. Um, that's wowzers. You give charity. You've prayed before, and you've you've you you've studied before, but you, but you've never given charity. It doesn't talk to you. I you know I I raise money for the Chai Center, right? And 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 um, I spoke to a fellow who was very very well off, very well off, and um, I asked him for charity. He goes, I don't roll that way. I don't roll that way. Right? It's not perfection. You want to be perfect. You, you want to be balanced. You need to pray to God. You need to study His Torah to find out what's the manual for life. What does God want from us? And you have to be a good soul, a good person. The, and you have to do the, you have to do acts of righteousness. And you do it with your hard-earned money, your income. That is incredible. So that this, my friends, is the is the is the Jewish view of charity. Um, to all those who have supported the Chai Center in the past, thank you very much. Appreciated all those that wish to support the Chai Center, and especially this matching campaign. Um, then, then uh, please, please contact me, um, and you can go to thechaicenter.com forward slash donate make a donation and if you wish to gear it to the matching fund which will go live December 8th it, your name will be there December 8th when we go live please feel free to share if you wish to see other classes so that's the highcenter.com forward slash Academy God bless happy Hanukkah love you tons <laughs>